0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, my friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Gamut of Solomon podcast. I'm your host, Solomon, and I'm very grateful to be able to share these meaningful conversations with people close to me. If you'd like to stay up to date with more information, such as blogs or podcasts, check out SolomonEzra.com. That's S-O-L-O-M-O-N-E-Z-R-A.com. Or check me out on social media where I put out the word about my podcasts. Thank you. My friend and coworker and guest today is Alex Onayindia. I was first introduced to Alex during a team phone call, and I knew he was a great guy right away when he reached out and wanted to talk and get to know me individually. I first met Alex at our Revolving Mind Media's two-year anniversary last August, and the rest is history. <laughs> now, nah, he's an awesome guy I look up to, literally, and I'm happy to share some info about him here. Alex is the VP of Communications for our team at Revolving Mind Media. He's based in Miami, and he has developed strong relationships with Fortune 500 companies and global startups, marquee media, professional athletes, social media influencers, and nonprofit organizations through innovative marketing and communications campaigns. Alex has had clients featured on national media outlets, including ESPN, Good Morning America, O, oh, The Oprah Magazine, Sports Illustrated, The New York Times, The Today Show, and The Wall Street Journal. Today we talk about what drew Alex to PR, his unique style for storytelling, what lights him up, and of course, the gift he wishes to spread with the world. You can keep up to date with Alex on LinkedIn as Alexander Unaindia, that's O-N-A-I-N-D-I-A, or on Instagram as alex on as well i hope you enjoy this episode smile a lot and pass it on thank you this episode goes out to revolving mind media where i currently assist with business development we are a marketing company that works with startups major brands and professional athletes in the nba and the nfl you can check out more of what we do and the services we offer on our website revolvingmindmedia.com i have the link in the show notes I enjoy being able to offer value to others, whether it's in business, health, or life. So being able to recommend a company like RMM is awesome. And highlighting people on the team, like Alex, to give an idea of not only what we can do, but who we are. If you have a business that could use some help with PR, for example, reach out to me and we can set up a time to talk with the co-founders, Aaron and Nick, plus Alex made a bet with me that if I bring on a big PR client, he will treat me to steak at Prime 112 in Miami, which we talk about at the end of this episode. So if you'd like to support this venture of mine, please send ideas my way. <laughs> I am here today with my man, Alex Onindia. How do you pronounce it?
1: <laughs> Onindia. Thanks O-Nindia.
0: For- <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was funny enough we were just uh i i'm trying zoom and apparently you were watching me and listening to the music that i was listening before i even knew it
1: <laughs> yeah that was some good classical music you had. the
0: sinatra
1: i need to start working to that
0: it, i just started a playlist as well it's smooth sinatra it gets me in the uh the flow
1: i like it i like it
0: how so you're based in miami right now Right? Yeah,
1: based in Miami, been here almost four years now. Uh, the weather's great. Uh, can't complain. You know, we don't, don't have many cold days. We're actually having one of them today, but overall, it's just beautiful year round.
0: Yeah, good. And you went to Florida State, right?
1: That's correct. FSU.
0: What do you study at the Florida State?
1: Yeah, so uh, my main focus was sports management there, um, so really kind of encompassing, you know, marketing as a whole, looking at all the different aspects of business and sports, how that plays out, as, as well as kind of communications in that track, um, and so how that incorporates into both sports and businesses and kind of how they come together. Very
0: nice. What got you into going the PR kind of and communications?
1: yeah. yeah. No, honestly, it started off with an internship. So my very first internship in college was with a sports PR firm, called 180 Communications. And honestly, it was just a foot in the door, um, knowing I wanted to somehow be involved in the sports industry. um, And kind of knowing PR was interesting, you interact with media. um, So you get to talk to all the the reporters and producers and editors that you see on TV every day, or you read their columns and articles, etc. So just kind of interested me, you know, it's a a facet of marketing. So it kind of fits into the marketing wheel. I mean, there's obviously a lot of things that go into marketing as a whole. But it's a really important thing of every business, and you know something that's really essential to being a good company.
0: Mm-hmm. Would you say that the uh, the PR kind of realm that that you started in, what drew you to it, is the the aspect of being able to talk to others and tell stories? And uh, like I just I've met you, I met you in person. Um, how long ago? It was like a couple months ago. And but uh, but but over like the first time we spoke on the phone when we were introduced through Aaron and Nick and uh, I think we we had like a team call just almost kind of immediately uh, talking to you. And when you reached out and talked and and wanted to introduce yourself, you know, in like a one on one kind of call, I could already tell how like genuine you were, how much you loved, you know, communicating, talking. But not in a way like oh, because I want to get to know everyone, but because, or not in a way like oh, I want to get to know everyone for the sense of let's see how this person can help me, but because I could generally sense I can genu I could genuinely sense that no, you just love talking to people, you love getting to know people.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it all comes down to wanting to be a storyteller, right? So Ah. if you look at the media today, they're they're reporting on what's happening in the world or what the latest product is, etc but they're not really crafting the story or the narrative. You know, the the story is actually these companies, these individuals really having change and making things happen in their community or nationwide or even globally. I think really highlighting what athletes do off the field and all their endeavors that might not get highlighted on ESPN because they're too busy talking about on the field statistics or highlighting uh, businesses in the community, giving back during the holidays. Like, a lot of revolving mind media clients do you know really just looking at telling all these different stories that ultimately wouldn't get out there and really making the community realize or even the country or even the world how important x business or x individual is in their field or in their industry
0: so since um for revolving mind media we just had a big event with Jalen. Uh, how did how do you how did you present that story can you can you kind of run down that
1: absolutely so that that's a unique partnership in the sense that there was multiple people involved you know so jalen smith of the cowboys was involved um as well as lone star toyota um i cryo and the boys and girls club so really looking at how do you get all these people featured for such a great event right because no one wants The event to go on, right? And everybody only talks about how Jalen gave back and none of the other businesses uh, gave back to it. So it's really highlighting everybody involved and how everybody has. A similar mission and purpose um, that's really huge so and that's what draws you know local media like that's a local event um, in Louisville Texas where you know media in Dallas should care about what's happening in the community and at a a local car dealership where a cowboy star is taking time out of his day during a playoff hunt to give back to kids that, that need it and I really think you know empowering those people is huge especially this time of year you know when we get to January, February, March with a lot of businesses, it's how are we going to grow? How are we going to sell more products or get into new franchise locations? But this time of year, it's it's really about giving back and, and realizing how fortunate we are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and I can tell just from what you guys have said about Jalen, I haven't met him yet, but, you know, he comes off in that way. And ultimately I think he understands that, you know, it, Playing is great, but the way that he's been able to serve and use it as a way to help serve others, and like those kids he did the other day, is absolutely amazing. Yeah,
1: no, ab- absolutely. It's all about understanding the platform that mm-hmm. he has, or or really any of these professional athletes do, and understanding that you know they have that that star on their helmet, or you know they play for any team, really, even collegiately. That that they're a role model, and so getting them to understand that. Um is really valuable. those kids look up to it, and I'm sure multiple of those kids that were there this this week um you know are now huge Jalen Smith fans mm-hmm. and are really getting jerseys, you know so mm-hmm. it's all about really that extra effort and making an impact.
0: yeah So with kind of stories and pr like it's huge nowadays, you know, whether it's on Instagram with pictures or articles and blog posts. It's such a big thing because we all love stories. How do you as a, a PR, you know, you're a pretty special expert, <laughs> at least by now with all the experience, how do you, one, one question, how do you differentiate and make yours unique with the, the, the stories that you're writing about different clients? And how do you, because you also want to put it in the reader's view, make sure that it comes off that way.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think when you're looking at telling a story that's unique, you really have to get in and dig down with that company or that individual. So one of the first things I do before I start working with anybody is really sitting down and finding out, all right, who are you? You know, I know you're an NFL player or I know you own a car dealership, but actually who are you? You know, what interests you? What do you like to do in your spare time? What type of philanthropic causes do you want to be involved in? That's how you create a story and a narrative. And I think, you know, with social and digital media in the last couple of years, everything's really changed because, you know, when I first got into PR, the way to get the word out about a story was really to get that write up in Inc. Magazine or Forbes or ESPN, and that's still so important. But now with Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, you're able to leverage these stories on these platforms and show it to millions of people um, and really widen that reach and get that third party validation. So as you're not advertising, right, that we're a great company, instead Forbes wrote, they're a great company and we're putting that on our social media. So it's kind of that validation needed. Um, And social has just been huge for that, I think. If you look at PR as a whole now, it's ever-evolving. Um, when I first got into it, it was very traditional in a sense that you pitch via phone or email and you know you tried to get a story in print or online or in TV and that was about it. And now it's, it's totally different. I mean, I talk to reporters via Twitter or Instagram and you know half the time it's as if not more important to have a media outlet or a personality highlight an event or a product on their social page than to, to write a story on their website, just simply by the amount of views that each platform gets. So it's really, it's really shifted. Um, and the value of PR is different now because of the digital and social element.
0: Do you reach out to the, like, are you able to meet with a lot of the people you'll reach out to too? Because like, I love the, the benefits that we can reap from uh, social media. Uh, like I've even connected with, uh, different Facebook groups, like just found about different things that I'm interested in, but it's, uh, it's, it's a close second to actually, you know, scheduling meeting up with the people.
1: Yeah, no, I've actually, absolutely. And getting
0: like deep meaning, meaningful conversations.
1: I was very fortunate early in my career to be exposed to a lot of media-only events um, and trade shows and exhibitions and things that kind of happen year-round where, you know, media are invited to come to events and really network with businesses and their PR representative or their agency, their marketing rep, whatever that might be. And so making those connections is huge. I mean, even next month uh, in January, we have CES coming up in Las Vegas. That's a great opportunity to network with media. What's CES? Um, It's the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. So it's the biggest tech trade show. um, And you have companies from all around the world coming in as well as media. So it's a great opportunity to meet up with people that maybe I haven't seen in a year or even two years and and connect. I think the in-person is huge. You know, another thing I've done a lot of is, you know, go to New York City and have desk sides or have coffee or have lunch with these editors and these reporters because that's how you build the relationship. That's what I love. Yeah. Ultimately you know, a virtual relationship where we message back and forth and send emails, that works and that functions, but to have a truly dynamic, awesome relationship, the face-to-face really does matter. And I've always found that once I meet somebody in person, typically my view on their personality or how they are shifts just because, you know, how somebody is on the phone or in an email is different than in person. So it's very valuable to have those in-person connections.
0: Yeah, you were a lot taller when I met you in
1: person. <laughs> Everyone says I'm a lot taller and a lot bigger than they expect.
0: I also like over the phone your accent, your accent, how your so your your voice sounds was a lot different than the first time. I <laughs> Checkered
1: past. <laughs> um, too funny.
0: So, what what do you do to to hone the different skills that you have to? to continue being an expert in the field and a rising expert you know because it's it's a popular field
1: of course now i i think the number one thing is reading and just staying up to date on industry trends what's happening what's going on you know reading the publications that matter you know if you work in marketing advertising pr you know reading ad week and ad age and PR uh, outlets and, and really places that are talking about the state of the industry and the pulse, And then also just seeing what's happening. You know, the biggest shift I've seen really, I guess, over probably the last two years, but especially this year, it's been the most pronounced in ever is just how everything is shifting towards mobile, right? So you have to really understand that now your website or or the way you do things used to be optimized for for desktop or a computer now it needs to be that mobile experience that's why instagram has has taken off and why that's why the minute i get a great article you know to come out i want to put it on my instagram story and i want to share it on twitter it's to get that extra reach and get that extra exposure so it's it's huge
0: absolutely so earlier you said you like to meet with people and like potential clients and and get to know who they are mm-hmm. correct well right. Alex who who are you who's Alex <laughs> other, than, other than the the PR guy the one that you know I can tell a little bit about um you know yourself well in my experience I've got to know you but for someone listening you know I you got into PR you love writing stories you love hearing stories You know, you can tell a little bit about somebody, but what it is that, what it is, what is it, man, I'm stumbling a lot today, that really lights your fire and gets you up, gets you, gets you up, and gets you up excited.
1: Yeah, no, I honestly, it it truly is to be one of the best in my industry. And, you know, initially that started right with PR. And that was really my main focus was being the best PR person I could do. And as my career has kind of progressed, it's adding these additional skills and becoming better at strategic partnerships and better at digital marketing and better at building even my personal brand, which I've started to do this year and looking at all these areas that I can ultimately better myself. And that will then help the companies I work for the individuals I work for and ultimately everybody I'm working with. I think what motivates me every day is just you're going to get left behind in this industry. If you're out of touch, you know, if you think you know PR or marketing and take a year off to travel and do nothing or, you know, switch industries and then come back, it's going to be totally different. You know, it's just the landscape of of the world we live in with technology and, and the way business has evolved. So, that's what keeps me hungry is I think the thirst for knowledge and you know, I don't want to be complacent. Um, and I want to continue to get better in other areas. You know, I don't want to be the PR guy or, you know, the individual who the publicist or the one telling the stories. I want to be kind of that person who can help in many different areas and PR just happens to be a very strong suit.
0: Mm -hmm. What else would you enjoy doing, uh, philanthropically and, and <laughs> as you like to ask other people as well? Yeah,
1: no, I I, w- I would say anything with kids is huge to me. I think giving back to kids is, is really special. Um, my sister's special needs as well. Um, so anything with like Make-A-Wish disabled children is absolutely huge. I think, you know, Special Olympics as well, another great cause. Um, but really just seeing kids smile um, and giving back, I think there's nothing better than that, right? I mean, you can ultimately care about any good cause and there's so many out there but kids have a special place with me that's awesome yeah thank you
0: I have this um this question I kind of tried formulating a new question based on um based on passions because I can I can tell you're very passionate about the work you do and um I'm working on formulating it a good way but in the terms of comparing it with um, a basketball, like in, um, in a 20 minute half, there were some games that if I only played three minutes, I would dwell on that I didn't play 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. And to, to me, now as I get a little older and, and reflect on that, you know i w- i would wish i could give, have gone back and you know focus more on the wow i got to play 3 minutes like what did i do in that kind of 3 minutes if you put and like i said i'm i'm working on making this a a good question but if you had 20 minutes of playing pr say <laughs> let's let's see if we can work with this and but you could only do it for 2 to 3 minutes is it something that you think that's like a real passion Like you would focus on those two minutes? Hardcore?
1: No, absolutely. I'd almost kind of compare that to, you know, you're looking at a media blitz campaign, right? Where you have Mm -hmm. 30 days to push a a philanthropic effort or an upcoming event or, you know, a sale for your product, whatever that might be. So having those two to three minutes is huge, but I, I totally, get where you're coming from on that analogy of focusing on those other 17 minutes i'm I'm very similar in a lot of ways you know for example i can think of one one time early in my career um where i was taking a client to be interviewed at the new york stock exchange i got to go on the stock exchange floor i think i was maybe 24 25 years old like deer in the headlights like man this is incredible but i kept like no one like i don't I just don't feel like I fit in here. I was in there for like five minutes, bring the client in and out. And I was like, I didn't get enough time. I didn't get to speak to anybody. I didn't get to see them ring the bell. And now I look back on it and I'm like, I haven't been back to the New York stock exchange in my career. That was really, really cool. So you know, appreciating the moment and appreciating the opportunity and not always going for more is is really important. And I tell my clients the same thing, right? A client sees a great piece and they want more and, That's just human nature, but it is important to appreciate the experiences and the moments and understand that if your brand was on Good Morning America, it's not going to be on there again next month. Enjoy the moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) What would you suggest a recent college graduate like myself, although it's been a couple months now, (laughs) to get into rather than just jumping into anything
1: yeah no i i think working in some sort of field where you're exposed to a lot of businesses and just functions of a business is huge so like for me starting in the agency world i was always working with multiple businesses multiple individuals multiple personalities because that's how an agency is set up right i might be handling four accounts with four totally different personalities one from overseas and one from california and one from new york and understanding how to speak to each of the one of them and what makes them tick and all that is huge so i think finding an industry as a young person where you're not just selling paper for dunder mifflin or doing whatever it is for that set company but it's being exposed to a lot of areas is really huge i think that's probably my biggest advice and the other advice would really just be to, to network and connect with people. You'd be shocked how many people would love to just get a cup of coffee or a bite to eat or a drink and one, tell you about themselves, but two learn what you're interested in. Maybe their buddy is doing something that you're into and you connect the dots. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've met with somebody and it's led to something that I totally didn't expect or, you know, it just shocked me what came from it. So it's huge advice is to make that extra effort buy that mentor. You want a cup of coffee, right? Set that, set that tone that, Hey, I value your time. I appreciate it. Um, and I'm going to show you that I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. And it's nice that you mentioned that, you know, you don't know what that other person or kind thing that you do can lead to. Like I, uh, like even if it's v- virtually as well, like I left a comment or a, a review on a, a podcast of somebody that I love listening to. And he ended up reading mine on a podcast that he um, had with a, a health coach, which is something that I, I love. Get, I, I want to get into. And I was like, this is a sign. Like he read my name on this episode. This is amazing
1: right and i think that's the best thing about the age we live in right like i know you consume a lot of gary v content i do as well like you know what like this is the golden the golden era right you can basically reach any individual you want if you're persistent enough use social media appropriately and know how to do it right i mean it's just it's unbelievable the opportunity we have nowadays to, to reach people, to do business with people from all over the world versus what our grandparents or, or people older than them, previous generations, were able to do.
0: Yeah. I read this uh, quote in, uh, you mentioned big on persistence and stuff. And so I've been reading uh, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And I just came across this one quote towards the end that uh steve jobs says and if today were the last day of my life would i want to do what i'm about to do today
1: <laughs> i like that
0: would you answer yes to that alex
1: that's a tricky one <laughs> I, yeah, I i don't know probably, oh, not, probably not today just because it's a gloomy day in miami and i'm working uh, <laughs> from my place but most days i would answer yes to that
0: (laughs) that's good that's good because he has he has more parts to that quote i just took out the question
1: you gave me the little part
0: (laughs) that's funny all right what's the gift you'd like to share with the world
1: man just laugh a little bit i think so many people take themselves so seriously and just i think the gift of laughter and being friendly, it goes a long way, man. I mean, I think some people approach things in a very confrontational, aggressive manner. And it just, there's a time and a place when that is needed. But a lot of times, you know, just smile, pass it on. You know, I think this world could use more people just trying to make somebody laugh or bring a smile to somebody's face.
0: That's awesome. And that really, that really hits home because it's something... You know, laughter, it's one of the best ways to heal, and I couldn't agree more. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, it's my pleasure.
0: Awesome. I'll see you soon, hopefully, and working on getting that big client to get over to the – what's that, Steakhouse?
1: <laughs> oh, Prime 112 in Miami. Maybe if we plug it enough on the podcast, they'll have you there for free. <laughs>
0: Alex, Alex made me a deal that if I bring on a um, – how we don't even know how big the just any big client to big, work PR, client,
1: big PR client we go to Prime
0: 112 <laughs> I have not been there but apparently it's one of the best steakhouses in New York or in oh, Miami Miami, <laughs> Miami.
1: <laughs> yeah I know it's excellent but definitely looking forward to seeing you again soon I appreciate you having me on
0: awesome all right a, thanks Solomon yeah see ya have a good one Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what you heard, comment below, subscribe, send me a message, anything. I'd love any kind of feedback from you all. I really appreciate all of you that are listening so far. And stay tuned. We got a bunch of new guests and awesome individuals coming on shortly.